Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Spooky Jerks. Wow. Yeah. I was not, I was not informed of that. Hey, it wouldn't be spooky if I told you about it in advance, because we can't scare you if I just tell you. Can you can you just do me a favor real quick? Instead of saying spooky, can you say kooky in the same way? Kooky. Crisp. Okay, good. All right. Just wanted to make sure. (laughs) No, that's more like kooky crisp, like a dog howling. I could, ju- I could, I could, I could. Do not, I'm, do not like, test my television commercial savvy. You're sir. like a marionette from over. I could just, I could. Wait, do not. Te- so, what if I started singing the Teddy Graham song, Tom? Ooh, you're gonna have to start it because I don't remember. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you are the puppet. I am not a puppet. You're gonna have to. You're gonna you're... have to. Can you hum a few bars for nope. me? <laughs> nope, I can't. I don't know you what don't, it is. I don't remember. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't remember the Teddy Graham song. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, you can Google that. Uh, yeah, do that. Um, this is Minisode number 13. Oh, wow. It's the night before Halloween, and it's Minisode 13. It's, why does 13 get such a bad rap? I mean, just because, because it killed Dan Marino's career. Well, no, that's not why. And what do you mean? He had a long Hall of Fame career. And that ended in tragedy, Tom. What you mean, like a sixty-three-seven loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars is tragic? No, I mean he was he was Dan Marino. <laughs> Wait, huh? It's, you know, no, no Super Bowls, no, you know, no Super Bowls. Is, uh, yeah, I mean that's not good, but you know, played he in still one. got the gold jacket. Well, like, you know, if you were to tell me that I could shade places, but it had to be with Dan Marino, I. uh I'd probably do it. So yeah, yeah who am yeah, I? Yeah, you would. <laughs> who am I? Who am so, I kidding at this for point? For so many reasons. <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you. I, I apologize. Please yeah. continue yeah, with our opening. Well, well, it is Minisode number 13. We're recording this on the evening of Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. That's right. It is Halloween Eve, also known as uh, Devil's Night in some yeah. places. Yeah, we're going to burn Detroit to the ground. Nobody will notice, though. <laughs> no, they really won't. Detroit, there are parts of Detroit that I imagine just look like alternate 1985 and Back to the Future, too. Don't you remember when we reported um, that Detroit was being used as the background for bombed-out Metropolis? Yes, yes. <laughs> I have a vague memory of that, yes. <laughs> so did Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes. Thank you for alluding to something I wanted to tell you about later. Oh no! Yeah, oh, God. we <laughs> yes. can't. We can't do a full episode if it's, we've already declared it a mini. No, it Tom. is a mini. We're not doing a full episode, and I didn't necessarily mean on the show, but we will. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up near the end, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> this is a mini. And tonight, how is how is this night different from all other nights, Rick? <laughs> Wow, that's kind of kind of a weird thing to say in light of everything that happens this week. Really, really, <laughs> really, we say it all the time. We said it yeah, on but, nearly every episode of this show. But how? But how many times can I get to make you this uncomfortable? <laughs> that is very true. Without without <laughs> you being in the same room, difficult. <laughs> difficult. Right, there are many ways you could do it if we were in the same room. Yeah. I'm glad you're not for this. For no, this Tom. Purpose. 
Tonight, we finally get our hands on the initial college football playoff committee's top 25 or whatever until we stop counting list of teams that they consider worthy of playing in their totally made up, not really tournament tournament at the end of the college football year. <laughs> That's right. It is the first rankings uh, for the Dr. Pepper ESPN Power 5 Invitational Tournament. <laughs> Which is from now on what I will call it. <laughs> you will not remember that next time we have this show. Hell yes, I, I will. Hell yes, I will. Hell yes, I will. And, I thought about that in and, the shower this morning. I'm like, that's what I'm going to call it. That is and it, it, it is. It is time, Tom, for us to just get the venom out. Yes. TM. And just, <laughs> it, thank you. And just get on with this because there is a lot that needs to be said here. And I have a lot to say. But. Before we get to that, I believe we need to check in with the seals. Is that correct? correct? Yes, we have we have uh, less than ten episodes to go now, uh, unless one of the yeah, unless one of the uh, one of the ten seals is broken. Which one is one on is dangerously close to shattering on the floor at this point. Yeah, at least one of them. Yeah, maybe two. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but we'll do a brief check. On the status okay. of the seals, number ten, Pete Rose gets into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Status unchanged, <laughs> unchanged. It is Nowhere, the UCF. Not, not clo- <laughs> yes, <laughs> Pete Rose played a buy last week, but Didn't it wasn't a quality. It wasn't a quality buy. Quality buy. <laughs> so he moves no closer to being a seal. Number nine, man walks on Mars. Also unchanged, unchanged. Should be should be safe with that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was number eight. Had a quality loss to a higher ranked team. <laughs> so totally uh, goes down it, the line. it jumps ahead of man walks on Mars, despite <laughs> having a worse record. Um, Effie reveals himself to actually be Ric Flair. Also unchanged, that we know of. That remains remains unseen behind the scenes. Yes, we still do not know if this is true, and I don't think Rick has talked to Effie yet. <laughs> no, nah, we we conversed. Anyway, you, you were did, saying... you did. You let him know oh, about this. Uh, I mean, Jesse and I were his, pretty much all over from where day his mask one. guy is. Shut up. <laughs> where he bought his mask. Um. Anyway, uh, number seven. Uh, Bones Jones, John Bones Jones of the UFC passes a drug test, any drug test, really. That one unchanged from last time we spoke, but, uh, but we told you last time, uh, he's got a title fight coming up in December, and in order for that fight to count, he's gonna have to pass a couple of drug tests. So, uh, we'll see. That may end up being that fight is on what like December 29th or something. Yeah, it's it's within the calendar year, but I don't know exactly when. Yeah, so so it could be a like a very last minute like phone call from the governor on death row reprieve <laughs> for those two jerks. Uh, so where are we? Number six, Wanderlei Silva lets Usada give him a drug test. He doesn't even have to pass it. He just has to let he just him has to take him. one, yeah. And he yeah. has not done that. Uh no closer to doing that. Number 5 is an interesting one because there's been a little movement on that front. Uh that is Kanye West releases Yeezy has a sneezy, an album uh promoting the benefits of single payer healthcare. Um <laughs> now uh that's not very close to happening. However, 
Um, we did get a little movement on, uh, on Kanye. Kanye seeming to have changed his tune uh, regarding his recent uh, forays into Trumpism. <laughs> I was going to say politics in general, but either yeah, way politics works. in general, yeah. So um, it, this just happened like within a day or two. Uh, of earlier today, this. actually. Yeah, earlier today. So there we go. Um, so Kanye West says he is now going to distance himself from politics. Because he has, he has been used to promote messages with which he does not agree. They used me. They used me, Tom. They used me. Yeah, yeah. They they made you put on that red hat on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I had to show the world how different I was. Ah, yes, that's right, right. So uh, what he's referring to though is not Donald Trump or his policies. <laughs> it is a woman named Candace Owens, who. Uh, along with who is a, a, I guess, a rising star in the conservative movement. President Trump applauded her during a gathering of African-American conservatives at the White House about a week ago. And uh, she, another, another person, somebody whose name we don't know, came up with a logo for a movement called, and I'm not making this up, I swear, Blexit. <laughs> That's right, L exit. Uh, which is a movement to encourage African-American voters to leave the Democratic Party. Um, then she said Kanye made the logo. <laughs> Kanye did not make the logo, and she's released a statement to that fact. According to Kanye, he says, uh, the person who made it didn't want their name on it, so this woman, Candace Owens, just used his name. Okay. Sure. Fine, Kanye. So because of this, he says he's distancing himself from... Politics entirely, and then he spouted some things about the different uh, causes, political causes he supports, like prison reform and uh, common sense gun laws, which is uh, code for gun control, but I don't want the NRA on my ass. <laughs> that's because it's that's this kind of kind of phraseology Hillary Clinton used in 2016. Yeah, it worked out great for her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real successful. Um, so much winning <laughs> so much uh, yeah so um, while Kanye may not be closer to supporting single payer healthcare or an album about it there was movement on that seal it like it shuddered a little bit some dust cleared from the stone but ultimately uh, nothing I feel like it got more like more solid that that yeah. particular seal like maybe it, it shined a little stronger like there yeah. were possibly cracks in it and like they healed themselves <laughs> yes yes like indiana jones held up the little the little amulet to the light and it it shone directly on this particular seal <laughs> to indicate something might be happening all right so number four major league baseball closes its doors now this one could potentially be close to happening uh, because after all, they uh, they chose not to hold a World Series this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tom! So, really? So it's entirely really? possible. I mean, did it happen? I don't know if it happened because it, yes, it happened. Because Tom. a, no one cares, and like no one cared. This was not a deal. It was two of the most storied teams in the history of the game, and no one gave two shits about it. Well, I told you that, but that's not the reason why you're mad about it. Well, no, and then ultimately in the end, they just decided not to award the trophy this year. <laughs> you 
such a homer. Um, You're the, such a the, pathetic homer. Except the uh, the Collie Matrix did name Boston the world champion. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Are yeah. you okay? I'm fine. I'm just doing <laughs> doing great. Doing great. I've been working on that working on that bit for a little while here. <laughs> Thank you. The marvelous Mr. Mazzy over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, if they, if they cancel the World Series, it can't be good. It just can't. Are you just, are you more upset that the Red Sox have more World Series than the Yankees in the last 10 years? I mean, no. It's not really like we still have more than they, they have ever. You won, so. yeah, but you won 10 of those when there was three teams in the league, Tom. That's not true. There were never only three teams in the league. Okay, fine. Eight. Maybe eight. But <laughs> but still, still, it wasn't like they were, you know, we honest, to be honest, they didn't win that many of them back then. A lot of them were in the 50s and the 40s. Oh, no, when there was 12 teams. Oh, Jesus, jumped up. Yeah, the 40s and 50s when most of the population of the Hall of Fame played. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. I'm pretty sure it does. Just because the players, ah, you know what? I'm not. This if is not ask, part of the episode. If you ask no, all of the no, nonagenarians in the baseball writers' you're not, association, you're not doing it this. means you're something. You're not doing this. We have other things to discuss. Do you're it. not pulling me into another it. Yankees fucking cluster shit. No, it's not happening. <laughs> the vortex. Yes, endless vortex of me banging my head onto my desk. Not happening. Move on. That's we have other another, seals. It's for another day. Um, number three, President Trump vows to leave the NFL alone regarding standing for the national anthem. No movement there. Number two, Warner Brothers decides to reboot the DC movies. No movement there. However, <laughs> well, I mean, well, they did push back Wonder Woman 1984, but we talked about that last time. So yeah. Since last time, no movement. Okay. Uh, am I am I missing something? Do you know something? Just I don't? that I mean, there's there's okay. There's now there's now bullshit Twitter theories happening that. Uh. Well, listen, there it's happening because they're looking to recast Superman and Batman for 1984 and restart the DC movie universe around rumor. that movie. That is a complete and total rumor. That is utter bullshit. There is no confirmation. That's just what's happening on Twitter. That's why I'm reporting it. That's what people are speculating that that's why they pushed the movie back, basically. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that's why I'm prefacing it with as many things as I can find to stick in front of that before I say anything to the other one. Because booting up a universe by jamming everyone into one movie worked out so well the first time they tried it. I mean, you and I have been yelling about that for literally three years. But anyway. Uh, more like five. Yeah. Since day one of this show. True. It has been our cause. The flag under Don't which we gather. do this! Anyway. Oh, by the way, did I tell you? Did I tell you I finally saw um uh um the uh, new Star Trek? Did I tell you, you that? Did you watch? You watched Discovery? No, 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 the movie. Sorry. Oh, the third movie, Beyond Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you didn't tell me that. No. no, no, I watched it. Yeah, I realized how close I was to almost actually writing one of the movies for them. Like, I got really close. Yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that in that episode where you sort of in five minutes wrote a Star Trek movie. <laughs> Which it's was hilarious. Um, but I thought I liked that movie a lot better than Into Darkness. I thought it was way better than it had any right to be, honestly. Oh, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed it. And in the end, the, the music choice I thought was okay. 
Yeah, it was all right. It was it worked. <laughs> it worked for what they were trying to do. I still object to its use in the first one of those movies, but it was fine. We're there. Okay, I have. We 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 could go down a whole rabbit hole with my issues with that that one particular choice, but we won't today. Anyway, it's not today. It's not today's conflict. What's that? Did you swallow your microphone? No, I stretched. Sorry, Jesus. You're <laughs> well, no, so... I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what you said. It said it's not today's. Do yes. we have one more seal? We do have one more seal. We do have. Oh, the thing I was I alluded to with the WB, the Warner Brothers thing. Zack Snyder has been on social media, uh, nearly constantly, um, responding to fans who ask him questions about his version of Justice League. So the Snyder truthers have gotten no quieter. Um, and now he is adding even more fuel to the fire, uh, putting up a photo uh, that's in a, one of the, the special features on the Justice League Blu-ray of the whole team looking at something standing in front of a green screen. And he tells them that was supposed to be them looking into a boom tube at the end of the movie. Oh, boom tube. Yeah. So he's he's hinting that, you know, he had a larger uh, dark side related thing that was planned. Fine. Didn't happen. Uh, we don't need <laughs> whatever that. you want, brother. Whatever yeah, you need whatever, to get to bed tonight. Whatever is going to help you heal from the great tragedy you've had in the past year and a half, two years. Yeah, Jesus, is that just ever like, true? Poor bastard. Yeah, just dude, like, fine. If you need to get that out on this little-known social media app, you do it. But uh, it's fueling these morons out there, and that's not yeah. Little-known social media apps fuel more morons every day, Tom. True. That's. That is something I learned this week. <laughs> yeah, we learned that the hard way. Sure in this did. Country recently. All right. So the final seal, uh, UCF wins the uh, Dr Pepper ESPN Power Five Invitational. That one status in undetermined. undetermined. Oh no! That that's we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Here's okay. So here's what happened. So the top 25 came out uh, just about an hour or two hours before we, we started doing this. Uh, the college football playoff rankings came oh, out, yeah. Tom, not the yeah. top 25. No, yeah. They're, their top 25 rankings, these 13 people in a room uh, who think they're really important and decide uh, who gets to come to their party. Um, and so the top four, no surprise to anyone, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Notre Dame. Uh, three of those are undefeated, Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson, and Notre Dame, but one loss LSU ahead of Notre Dame, I guess by virtue of its... Eh? I have no idea. that <laughs> Why Notre Dame is four and not three, the only reason I have is because they think that these may never change, so they want to see Alabama-Notre Dame in the first game to give Alabama the easier road? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could be because Notre Dame barely escaped Pittsburgh. Oh, the LSU, mighty of the mighty Pittsburgh. Yeah, and LSU, uh, LSU's only loss was to... Boom, I don't even remember who LSU lost to. I'll find out. But it doesn't matter. They still lost. It was to Florida. Who cares? Florida beat them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's what I'm literally yeah, saying. They, they lost to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But still, Notre Dame has no quality losses. Ergo. Yeah, no losses sh- at all. Yeah. They should be four. They shouldn't be four. They should be three. If you want LSU four, fine. I'm yeah, fine I, with I can that. get behind that argument. But, uh, but 
I don't know why they're ahead of an undefeated team. However, <laughs> then we have 50 feet of one loss teams. <laughs> <laughs> the girth of one loss yeah. team, and then a two loss team, and then a two loss team, and then undefeated UCF at twelve. At twelve, number twelve. So uh, ranked nine in the AP and coaches polls, and ranked twelve in the uh, football cartel rankings. The, uh, the Pablo Escobar rankings. I, the fact that they're twelfth and not eleventh. Yeah, I had they should be they should Florida. be 10th or 9th, but whatever. But the fact that yeah, the fact that two loss Florida that just got shellacked by Georgia is ahead of UCF. That means that Florida with their second loss, this is what the rankings technically mean. With two losses, Florida is in better position to win a national championship than UCF with no losses. Correct. And that's that's what's driving me insane. Th- this this is this is why I'm like, no, we're done. Because not only do you have that, but there's a couple other things I want to point out. Do you know how many three-loss teams are in the top 25 here, Tom? I'm looking at the rankings. There are three. Three teams with three losses. Iowa State is 24, and they're barely over 500 Dude, at four, four and three. And, four and three? Yeah. Like, who are those four losses over? Wins. John Paul, George, and Ringo? Four wins, rather. That's insane. I, uh, I, that's, that's what bothers me about this is you don't just have teams like UCF. You got West Virginia, a pretty reasonable West Virginia school, and they're, they're 13. One loss, yeah. The only one loss. Like, why in, why in the name of all that is holy are all of the one loss, weaker one loss teams not all put together? And then you have two loss teams. And then if you need three loss teams, they're at the bottom. How can you tell me that? That one loss Virginia West Virginia is somehow in worse shape than two loss Florida. What the hell is going on? I don't know. West Virginia's only loss is to mighty Iowa State, by the way. Oh, well, there's your 24, I guess. I yeah. the- well, Iowa State Iowa State's four wins are over Akron by only 13 points. <laughs> uh Oklahoma State, who just beat Texas this weekend and is now ranked 25th in the two polls. Right. Uh, they beat West Virginia by 16. That was a fairly convincing conference win. And then they beat Texas Tech by nine, and Texas Tech's not ranked. Yes, but they also lost to an unranked Iowa by 10. Oklahoma did not have a tr- did not have trouble beating them. And then TCU took them to the wire and kicked a field goal to yeah. win. And TCU so, is not good this year. Well, they should easily be 5-2, and two, and I'd have less annoyances about them being anywhere near this top 25. But the fact is, if they went out, then they theoretically have a better shot than UCF. Yeah, because they play in one of the Power Five conferences. They play in the Big 12. Um, you've also got Houston, who has one loss and is nowhere near this poll or this right. ranking. Um, Fresno State with one loss is at 23. Well, Makes no but sense. But, Tom, let's let's be honest. Fresno State is the greatest national power in the history yes. of college football. That's right, according to Kirk Herbstreet and Trent Dilfer. Just, just in case anyone's wondering, by the way, let me rip off the Fresno State wins real fast. You ready oh, for this? Please. Yes. Uh, you got Idaho, you got UCLA, you got Toledo, you got Nevada, you got Wyoming, you got the University of New Mexico, and you got Hawaii. They did suffer a defeat at the hands of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Okay, so they lost to a bad Big Ten team in Minnesota. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, beat mm-hmm. a terrible Pac-12 team in UCLA. Correct. And beat then- the hell out of them. Yeah, and then they beat a bunch of teams in their conference, the Mountain West, 
which is not a Power 5 conference and considered a weak conference. Right. So they have one win over a Power 5 team and one loss to a Power 5 team. Correct. Uh, and then a bunch of wins in their conference, which aren't considered anything. And they are ranked 23rd. All right. I mean, they have only one loss. I could see 23rd. I, sh- You know, if it were me, I would put Houston somewhere in there as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Houston, who just beat a ranked South Florida team convincingly on the road. Yes. Yes. Um, at South Florida, correct? Yeah. Be- beat Rice. Beat Arizona. Okay. That's a Pac-12 team. Uh, and then, uh, you know, took care of business in, in conference. So they, they, they beat Arizona. They lost to Texas Tech. Okay. Bad. Uh, and then that's their only loss. They, the Texas Southern doesn't count. That's not a game. They beat <laughs> Tulsa that, 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 as they should, they beat oh, yeah. ECU as yeah. they should. Uh, they beat Navy and then they went to USF and took down one of the last un, uh, undefeated teams in the nation. Correct. Correct. Uh, so that shouldn't be discounted. Don't know why they're not in these rankings. And Fresno State and Iowa State are it's weird. Mississippi State five and three in there as well. well five and you three. Know. Texas A and M also doesn't make much sense. Big ups to Syracuse. <laughs> yes, did Syracuse get in? Syracuse, Syracuse in 19. 19. 19. Congratulations to Syracuse. This is their, and they're in the top 25 in the other two polls, too. It's their first time ranked in several years, isn't it? Uh, since I think 2001. Wow. That's yeah, a hell yeah. of a long time. Well, it's a good thing the ACC is straight garbage this year, Tom. Pretty much, except for Clemson. Well, you've got Clemson. And then, and then Syracuse, the second best team in the ACC, the Orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Mississippi State has three losses, and they're all yes. what they call quality losses. The quality losses. They losses lost to, to schools. And Florida and LSU. And if we can stop just for a second there, Kentucky is seven and one and ranked ninth. What universe is this? Well, Kentucky beat Florida. Yes. So that And they beat them. Mississippi State. Yeah. Now, so. does that mean that Mississippi State's really, really good? Or does that mean that they're really, really bad? Because I don't know anymore. No one knows. No one fucking knows. This is all based on brand recognition. That's all this is. That's all this is. And and Florida so Florida lost wait, I don't understand how this works. Florida lost to Kentucky and yeah. another team and Georgia. Um, and Georgia, but they're somehow better than UCF, West Virginia, and give me and 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 give me Fresno State. Okay, okay. Shouldn't shouldn't Florida be ranked beneath the school those schools with one or zero losses? Why is this so difficult? Because it's the SEC. Because Florida plays in the SEC. And the SEC likes to uh, jerk itself off all over the college football rankings. That's how this works. They just they just glaze the shit out of it every year. <laughs> um. All right, there are lots of arguments about UCF schedule and how on pay like their their strength of schedule was ranked depending on who you ask, one twenty fifth or ninety something, depending on which rankings you look at. Most of those, some of those were determined before the season ever started and we knew how good or bad teams were. So mm-hmm. I don't buy some of that. Um, all, the rest of it, 
they have yet to lose. They dismantled Pitt, who nearly beat Notre Dame, who's number four. Dismantled right. Pitt. Like, left, sent them home with their tails between their legs. Um, blew the doors off of them. Now, they did have a close victory at Memphis in the middle of a fucking hurricane against <laughs> the best running back in the nation, uh, who they held to only 59 yards in the second half of that game after he destroyed them in the first half. Um, True. And then who got hurt the next week, so Memphis got beat bad by Minnesota, but their running back got hurt, and he's basically their whole offense. Right. So It would be as though UCF didn't have a starting quarterback. Their offense would look terrible. <laughs> you mean like it did against East Carolina, and they still came out with a win? And how it might look against Temple. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, all right. So I honestly expected UCF to be put lower in these rankings. I figured yeah. they'd be somewhere between 15 and 18. Yeah. Um, if UCF were to win out and get some help ahead of them, because a lot of these teams ahead of them play each other. Um, LSU plays Alabama this week. Um, Ohio Kentucky State and Michigan plays... play each other. I think uh, Kentucky plays somebody this week of important. I just saw it. They play Georgia. Okay, so, so we'll Kentucky find out what Kentucky's Georgia. Made yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Ohio State has still has to play Michigan. LSU plays Alabama. Um, so some of this ahead of UCF is going to sort itself out. Penn State, who's a little bit behind UCF, also plays Michigan. They play this week. Um, some of this but, is going to sort itself out. But... Right. The highest I think UCF's going to go, unless some miracle happens, is six. Oh, I don't think they're going to get that high. That and that's at the very end. It'll be six, and they'll here's your here's your New Year's Six Bowl. Congratulations. Now, does UCF go to Georgia and play like Syracuse at that point? Well, the the projections right now were uh, LSU in the Peach Bowl potentially uh-huh. uh, that's assuming LSU loses to Alabama this weekend, I guess, uh, or uh, the Fiesta bowl against uh, West Virginia. Okay. By the way, while we can, while we're on this, I want to get something on the table here. I want to yeah. tell you who Alabama has beaten this year. Oh okay? yeah. It's not impressive. You ready? Yes, please. Louisville turned out there are two win season this year. So yeah. get rid of them. Arkansas State, Division 2A school. Uh, Mississippi. Arkansas State's Division 1. They beat UCF in a bowl game three years ago. Yeah, I was actually at that game. Anyway, uh, Mississippi, um, also terrible. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M. Hey, all right. They beat a team when they were ranked 22nd. Yeah, that's something. Um, what is ULL, Tom? <laughs> that is University of Louisiana Lafayette. Oh, oh Division 3A. No, uh, <laughs> they're in Division 1. <laughs> They beat Arkansas, who is garbage. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, they beat Missouri, that doesn't have a f- offensive coordinator or a football team. Oh wait, Mizzou, I think, is the ones that beat Memphis, isn't it? It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was a whipping boy of a Power Five school. That's fine. And then they beat Tennessee. Now, that's what they've beaten so far. Now, right. if they beat LSU and they beat Mississippi State. Then they have to go up against the Citadel, and oh boy, yeah, that's a tough yeah, one. They still have a one double A team left on their schedule because <laughs> in college football, 
it is better to lose early in the season than to lose late. Late, So they put yeah. their cupcake in November yeah. to rig the rankings. And then they finish the year against a not-so-great Auburn. So right. they have essentially one game to win because if they beat LSU, lose to Mississippi State, which I'm not saying they will, or if they lose to Mississippi State, which I'm not saying they will, and then beat Mississippi State, Citadel, and Auburn, they're still going to be in the top four when it's all said and done. Yeah, because they'll end up in the – well, if they lose to LSU, they won't end up in the conference championship game like last Doesn't year. matter. Yeah, doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter because like last year, they didn't even get into their conference title game and they still got into the top four. They're Alabama. If they have, if unless they have two losses, they're getting into the, the playoff. That's it. Yep. Because they're Alabama. Now, it actually um, may help UCF for Alabama to win out because it takes LSU out of, uh, out from ahead of them. Um, but I, I, again, unless there's a miracle, there's no way they're getting into the top four. That yeah. being said. They may not win out anyway. Yeah. Why is that, Rick? Because starting quarterback Mackenzie Milton continues to be hampered by an ankle injury and may not actually start this Thursday in a very pivotal matchup against Temple, who is undefeated in division in conference play. Correct. So if Temple beats UCF, game's over, bro. (laughs) Yeah, UCF's not even going to likely won't even go to the conference championship game. Um, so that's it. And welcome to the Cure Bowl, folks. That's where you end up generally. Well, I think I think if they lose to Temple but win out somehow, they end up in Champ Sports. But other than well, that, but we're I not talking New Year's yeah, Six. But yeah, yeah, and it won't be a New Year's Six game. Um, yeah, absolutely not. Now Temple Temple started out bad, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, they started out bad, so they're a bad football team." They've been very good. Uh, they in fact they started zero and three, and now they're five and three. Four and three. Four and three. Okay. But they, uh, they beat Cincinnati, undefeated Cincinnati, two weeks ago. And um, they've had some convincing wins over other decent teams in the conference. Um, and with UCF potentially playing with a backup quarterback, because Coach Josh Heupel says Milton is a game-time decision. <laughs> game. In fact, by the time yeah. you hear this, the game will probably be happening. Um <laughs> No, five and three. You were right. I was wrong. Five no, and three. Five and three. Yeah. So they've won five in a row. Um, they've they've turned their season around and now they're in contention for a conference title. Um this is not a pushover game for anybody. So I don't know how anyone can look at well, okay, well, four and three Iowa State's in the top twenty five rankings, uh, but a five and three temple team is a cupcake. You should there's, if 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 Vanderbilt were in the American Conference like UCF, they'd go undefeated too. Mm. I've mm. seen Vanderbilt play. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt looks good for three out of four quarters. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. I again, we've talked about how corrupt this system is many many times on the show. Um you will start to see just how corrupt it really is the further we go. In fact, an old friend of mine who's now a, a, an analyst uh, analyzes UCF sports for uh, online and does some broadcasting uh, said college football is the greatest sport in the world until November. And then it's the worst. Yeah, that's a fair statement because come November when the rankings start to mean something uh, you get to see the, the CD underbelly 
uh, of how corrupt it really is. Um, and to all of you fans out there on Twitter, because some of you ignorant morons still like to jump in and say, you want to get in the playoff, get new power five conference. Uh, yeah. Show us the application because <laughs> they have to invite you to join the conference. You can't just join. It's not the minors and the majors called <laughs> up because you either put asses in the seats or Tebow or, uh, you play well. Uh, you actually have to be invited to the party. And no one's inviting UCF right now. Uh, and yeah, it's this crazy. Whole, oh, schedule better teams and you'll get in. Well, that's a two-way street also because uh, if the teams don't want to play you, then they don't have to. So no matter who we ask to schedule us, you know, Danny White, the UCF AD, could call Alabama's AD every single fucking day for the next three years. <laughs> Alabama's going to want to play us. Um, also, just real quick, schedule better teams. Let's look at the Kentucky Wildcats. Number nine, Kentucky Wildcats. Team yeah. that has a real shot. Yeah, look at the their out-of-conference schedule. Let's, uh, let's analyze this. They got Central Michigan. Okay. Uh, they beat Florida. Well, that's in right. conference. That's in conference. That's good. That's good. Uh, beat Murray. Murray. Oh, that's a double, one double A school. Okay. There you go. Beat Mississippi State. Hey, all right. That's yeah, in that's conference. Good. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, beat a really terrible South Carolina team, but, you know, in conference. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, lost to Texas A&M. In conference. Okay. In conference. Uh, beat Vanderbilt 14 to 7. Ooh. Wow. What a they barely squeaked by Van Vanderbilt. And uh, beat Missouri 15 to 14. Yeah, they so. barely squeaked by. Missouri blew that game in the fourth quarter. Missouri had, I watched the fourth quarter of that game. Mizzou had it in hand and blew it. So uh, we're not even talking about Kentucky if Mizzou doesn't blow that game. Uh, they were down, Kentucky was down 14 to three with like eight minutes left. If Kentucky somehow manages to beat Georgia this week, and they could. They then have Tennessee, whatever the hell MTSU is. Oh, middle, that's Middle Tennessee State. Oh, I thought their color was yellow for some reason. I saw blue, and I didn't know what it was. And then wrapping up against that dynamite powerhouse, Louisville. Yeah. They could, they oh, could so run the team. Their non-conference schedule is backloaded. They've got two non-conference games at the end of the year. They could run the tables. They could get to the playoffs. Well, they would have to then face Alabama or LSU in the conference championship game. Well, yeah. Well, if they beat Georgia and they beat Florida, they beat Mississippi State. I mean, all three of those teams are from the SEC. They can't be bad. No, 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 no. But, you know, it's, it's kind of sad when people look at the American and the other, the other group of five conferences as well and say – Oh, it's a weak conference or um, the teams are not very good when the power five conferences top to bottom are very good. I don't, I don't buy that because if you look around, look at, let's run down the power five conferences for a minute. Okay. Okay. The okay. ACC. Okay. That's one of is... the power five conferences. That is the home of Clemson, Florida state, Miami, Georgia tech, uh, Syracuse, mm -hmm. it. Yep. Maryland. DC. Maryland, BC, Boston College, Virginia, uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, any of these names jumping out at you? That are, <laughs> and I'm not talking about uh, traditional brand name college football teams. I'm talking about good teams this year. 
Boston College having a good season. Syracuse having a good season. Clemson, number two team in the country. Okay, that's three. Oh, and let's not forget North Carolina and NC State. NC State was undefeated at one point. They are no longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because of Syracuse. Right. So there's that's four out of I think they have twelve or fourteen teams. Well, here I've got I've got their I've got them pulled up over here. Tom. Let me <laughs> let me let me give you the overall rankings for the ACC. Yeah, and the overall please. standings. Uh, you've got Clemson, number two team in the nation. Everyone agrees. Wow, good they're team. good. Yeah, yeah. Their next best team in the leg is a toss-up between. Uh, well, it's a three-way tie between Boston College, Syracuse, and Virginia. All six and two. Okay. You then have NC State at five and two, and Miami at five and three, and then things get pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah, you got a bunch of shit. Florida State, Wake Forest, Louisville. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Georgia Duke is five and three. Yeah, yeah Duke, one, Duke started out really well. They're one and three in conference play. Yeah, yeah. So, so Georgia Tech is still better. Than that. It's just they're mediocre. Mm-hmm. And, oh well, they play each other. Good teams. Well, then why aren't all of them ranked in the top twenty-five? Right. Come right. on, man. It's it's not that hard. Like. No. And that's that's just the ACC. The Big 12 is even worse. You have I Baylor. Mean, you have Iowa State. Okay, vaunted Iowa State. <laughs> the ran. four and three, the giant killers. Yeah. You have Kansas. Kansas State. Okay, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a top 10 team. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma State, not a slouch, just beat Texas. TCU, having a bad year. <laughs> Texas having a good year. Texas Tech mediocre. West Virginia having a good year. The Big Twelve actually, top to bottom, is better than the ACC this year. I think. Um, if you take out, if you take out the four, if you take not even four, you have to remove Kansas, Kansas State, and TCU. Yeah. And then you've got every team is five hundred or better. Yeah. And eh, Baylor at four and four is, but. You've got you've got Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, not bad. Okay. The okay. Big Ten, the Big Ten is kind of a mess. Illinois, Indiana, okay, they both suck. Um, <laughs> Iowa, Iowa's decent. Iowa's ranked. Um, Maryland is terrible. Um, Been terrible for a while. Michigan State looked like they were good, but they're pretty terrible. Um, yep. Michigan, very good. Minnesota, awful. Nebraska, joke. Northwestern, uh, 500. Am I right? No, Northwestern is actually killing it right now. Okay. Okay. Northwestern's doing well in conference five and one, five and three overall. They are two games ahead of everyone else in their, in their division of the conference. So Northwestern could represent their division in the conference title game. Oh, very likely. Ohio state. We don't want to even get into them. Uh, (laughs) Penn state having a good year. Purdue. Is a 500 team, correct? Uh, yes. Rutgers, terrible. Wisconsin, <laughs> not bad. You forgot. Yeah, well, and then, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, we yeah. already covered yeah, that. We talked about Michigan. So, yeah. uh, okay. So there's what? One, two, three, I don't four, know the, at five decent teams in the Big Ten? It depends on, it depends on what, what you look at. Like, is 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 Ohio State good? We don't know anymore because Purdue beat the ever-loving piss right, out of them. Right, a 500 Purdue team beat them by 29 points. Yeah, 
So it's hard to like, is, is Iowa, is Ohio state just a paper tiger? Like you got to take a look at what Ohio state's been doing. And remember all of these teams are ranked just euphorically ahead of UCF. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. It's like, you look on paper and these teams are these, a lot of these teams haven't played anybody like Alabama. In fact, if you look at the win loss record of the remaining opponents on their schedules, UCF's opponents have a better win loss record than Alabama's remaining opponents. Well, Tom, that's just because they play in a weaker division, and that's why. So right, you know, right. Take they're you, playing take paper you, tigers like seven and one Cincinnati, yeah, and seven and one uh, South Florida, and five and three Temple. The fact and is four and four Navy. <laughs> the fact is, this was never going to be settled at four games. At four teams, two games. Well, no, it was this was designed to placate the lawsuit against the BCS, right? And I have a feeling it's going to take a lawsuit to change this system now, because if you're telling teams, it, it, this was designed to say, well, this was designed because teams like Boise State and Hawaii were kept out of the BCS after having undefeated seasons. And Temple, I believe, is in there, too. Maybe they were. But they were, they were basically, they never had a shot at the national championship, even no matter how good of a season they had. They said, okay, well, we'll have a playoff. It'll get settled on the field. But it'll be four teams. Choose the four teams. And it'll be chosen by a committee, so it's not a computer system. And the committee can take into account things that a computer can't. Yeah, like TV ratings. Yeah. <laughs> and brand name recognition and uh star power of athletes on the teams name recognition and uh, uh tv ratings did i mention tv ratings and, you seem uh, to be fixated on sales. tv ratings ticket sales you know things that a computer would never take into account a cold dispassionate computer but but uh uh you know red-blooded ad from vaunted oregon or texas tech could definitely not, you know, objectively uh, choose the four top teams in the country and not be a homer for his or her conference because God knows if a team from their conference got into the national championship game, it wouldn't help their school at all. Even no. though the conferences split the money that comes into the conference from television revenue. It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt Vanderbilt. It doesn't help Vanderbilt. I don't, I don't, when Vanderbilt gets to go and, and, and tell people, you know, we, we are in the SEC. You yeah. don't think that helps recruiting? You don't yeah. think that helps? That, you know, the SEC has won the national championship like 74 years in a row. So. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you get to play Alabama every year. Well, shit, sign me up. So uh, the rest of the Power Five, the Pac-12, uh, is is 50 feet of shit. Uh <laughs> They're well, Washington State apparently is much better than UCF. Washington State is is ranked and uh, and Oregon is decent this year and Colorado. And that's about it. Am I right? Uh, Let's see. You got Washington State at seven and okay. Um, You've got Washington six and three. Oh, yeah. Washington was in the top 10 at one point. Yes. So was I. Uh, (laughs) Stanford at five and three. Oregon at five and three. California at five and three. Oregon State. Uh, did not show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then in the other division, you've got Utah six and two, oh, yeah, and Utah. the rest of the division did not show. Yeah, exactly. 
So, and then in the SEC, you have Alabama. Arkansas is terrible. Auburn's mediocre. Florida's decent, apparently, maybe. Florida is uh, remains to be seen. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia's good. Kentucky's having a good year. LSU. Mississippi State's okay. Texas A&M. A&M. Okay. All right. Auburn. Let's look Ole at the Miss. American. Let's look at the American, okay? Because... Every you're seeing a pattern in these power five conferences. Now they have, they all have anywhere from eight to 14 teams, but Mm -hmm. only five, basically a handful in every conference are decent. Right. Right. So this argument top to bottom, they're the best conference in blah, blah, blah. And you know, they play each other. So the, you know, the, the teams in the middle are not going to have winning records because they play all these really good teams at the top, which is horseshit. Now let's look at the American. That's the conference UCF plays in Cincinnati. Only one loss. Mm-hmm. All right. East Carolina, bad. Houston, mm-hmm. only one loss. Should be ranked. Memphis, mediocre. Navy, mediocre. SMU, terrible. South Florida, one loss. Yep. Temple, we just talked about five and three. Tulane is having a somewhat respectable year. Am I right? No, they're three and five. They're three awful. Three and five. All right. They're awful. Tulsa, bad. UCF, undefeated. UConn, bad. So one, two, three. Well, well, four, if you just want to <clears throat> five, if you five, maybe six teams out of the twelve in the American. You, if good. you, if if you even want to go even further, you just take take UCF, Cincinnati, USF, and Houston. Those are four teams with a combined record of a lot and three. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's the argument. Now the uh, the American West is not good. The, that's SMU, no, it's Tulane, Navy, and everybody else. Yeah, that's not good. But the American East features three, possibly four, top twenty-five teams if the rankings were at all fair. That's USF, Cincinnati, Temple, and UCF. And I know that uh, South Florida just got beat by Houston. I get it, but Houston's a top twenty-five team, and what we've seen from this make believe is that if you lose to a top 25 team, you don't necessarily get thrown at the top 25, right? Right. So what more does UCF have to do? They're the number one team in the number one division in a, in a, uh, uh, in division a solid of conference and a solid conference. Thank you. I was, I was getting to there. Thank you. And a solid conference. And Oh, by the way, they beat the pudding out of your precious pit and they would have done worse to UNC, but UNC got lucky and didn't have to play the game. Yeah, because of the hurricane. <clears throat> the bottom line is this, because we're we're running into full episode territory here. Yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. The bottom line is this. Watch these rankings. The first rankings by the committee are generally the most meaningless. Watch if UCF continues to win and they start to slide. Um, right now, there's only one two-loss team ahead of them. Watch as teams from these so-called Power Five conferences with two and three losses and some maybe four losses start to creep up ahead of them and then ask yourself, is this fair at all? Is this, could this be why the NCAA stays the fuck out of awarding a national championship in college football? At least in the bowl subdivision, in the top, the top level of college football, the NCAA doesn't officially award a national championship. That's right. That's why UCF and Alabama are technically co-champs from last year. What's the reason for that? Is it money? Is it 
TV ratings? Does ESPN bitch and moan about UCF because A, it helps them get clicks because the UCF Twitter mafia goes after them every time they bitch about UCF? <laughs> and do they bitch about UCF so that the pollsters think they're worse than they actually are? Because half of these idiots who vote in these polls don't watch the games. They can't. There are too many games. They can't possibly. Uh, there's one guy in Lubbock who put UCF at 19 or 20 the last several weeks in his top 25 poll. He votes in the AP poll. <laughs> and, and he basically says, well, I haven't played anybody. And he has, he's watched part of their East Carolina game, the game they played with their backup quarterback. Other than that, he hasn't seen them play. He gets a vote. He gets a vote. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's unfair. It's rigged. And if you're a fan of a school in one of the other group of five conferences, if you're a South Florida fan, if you're a, a Fresno State or a New Mexico or a, a UTEP alum, or you went to FAU or Louisiana Lafayette or Mississippi or uh, Southern Miss, uh, any of those schools that don't play in one of these power fives, you should be rooting for UCF right now. Because UCF is the only power group of five school that's got a shot, even a chance in hell, of getting <laughs> into the top four and throwing this thing on its head. And if they do, then they blow the doors open for your team and all the other teams in your conference to get some damn respect and get judged fairly, just like the rest of these schools. I don't know what the solution is. The solution probably is force these power five schools to schedule group of five schools. Maybe and the solution the schedules five years out so that <laughs> the, the, it's can play each other each year. It's not even that deep. The solution is have a real tournament or shut up. Yeah, that may be the ultimate solution. Yeah. We may not see that until these TV contracts run out in 2023. Uh, hooray. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, the conferences will likely expand or there's speculation that some of them will become super conferences where teams like Texas and Oklahoma will leave the Big 12 and jump into, say, the SEC, and the Big 12 will just dissolve. And then the other conferences will have to expand. So UCF will end up in maybe the ACC if they're lucky. <laughs> and then, shit, Georgia Tech better watch out. <laughs> 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 and louisville too um yeah I, I but honestly the system ought to expand there should be an 18 playoff um ideally i would like to see a 12 team playoff with two teams getting a first round bye, where all 10 conference winners get an automatic bid and then two at large teams where if can't have, have that time can't, a one can't do loss it. a one loss alabama that you think's really good, then they can get in, or a you know a, a team from another Power Five that's that didn't win its conference, but maybe you think deserves to be there. But can't do it, it. Should be like basketball, where all the conference winners get an automatic bid to the tournament. Let them no, settle it on it. the field. You know, if UCF people people fans of other teams bitch about how loud UCF's fan base is, but if UCF got into the playoff, and let's say they got in and they're the four seed, and they get shellacked by Alabama, and they lose by fifty five points in the first game. No one is going to claim 
that they still deserve a national title. No one is going to complain about the game. They're going to say, well, we got to settle it on the field. We got to see if we were really as good, if we belonged. And yep. okay, we didn't deserve to be there. Fine. But let them settle it on the field. Any final thoughts, Rick? I uh, I wanted this to be our last episode of this particular tomfoolery, but I, in my heart of hearts, know that if UCF does manage to get by Temple this week with or without their starting quarterback, that next week we're going to have to mention this because there's no way in hell that they'll be in the top 10, regardless of how many top 10 teams lose, and I'm still going to be pissed about it. Yep. Any last any last thoughts from you, Tom? No, I agree. I, I wish we I wish this was the end of this, but I have a feeling it's only the beginning. Um we'll see as as more teams with losses slide up ahead of UCF, should UCF <laughs> continue to win. And by the way, before we wrap up, remember, it's only mandatory that UCF continue to win. These other teams, they'll get they'll be able right. to have one loss. Right. Teams in the group of five, not just UCF, but teams in conferences like theirs or other teams in their conference, the only way they get a shot is they have to be perfect. They have to be undefeated. And then not only that, they gotta get style points over teams. It's not enough to just beat a team. They have to mercilessly pound them into submission. So beating Memphis by one point isn't good enough. You have to beat Memphis by fifty points. How's that fair when teams like Kentucky can squeak by against Mizzou and Vandy and still jump ahead? Answer is it isn't, but we don't have the power to change it. <laughs> maybe if we all scream loud enough, I don't know. Someone might hear us. Someone, maybe. Maybe. All right, Rick. How can people find us on the Twitter, especially the UCF Twitter mafia? Who maybe? Oh, I would, I would adore if we start in on this discussion. If they, if the, if the UCF Twitter mafia would like to be part of this conversation, and oh my God, would I adore that? They can find me, you, and all of us at Those Two Jerks Core here at at Those Two Jerks. Make sure you spell it TWO. That's right. We love the UCF Twitter mafia. You guys are, you guys are the the best the most active fan base in college football shows <laughs> every single week when you can get Kirk Herbstreet to ask for certain signs to be taken down on game day because they makes him feel sad. Uh, that's I'm a journalist. That's <laughs> yeah, he's a journalist. He's a second rate college quarterback at Ohio state who, because he has blonde hair and blue eyes and women think he's cute. That got put on television. Whew, that, that that was a hard left into bitter town. Tom. I, it, am I wrong? Did I say anything not factual? They, they put Lee Corso on there too. Tom, how else can he, people he, get a hold Corso of Lee Corso alone? He's been the lone voice on that show that's championed UCF. <laughs> it's because he went to a girl's school. Tom, how else can people get a hold of those they two can, jerks? They can email us, those two jerks at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash those two jerks. You can call and leave a voicemail. 321-76-JERKS. UCF Mafia, we want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail. What, why, what do you think we need to do about this? How do we fix it? Is there a way to fix it? I don't know. You can find all that information on our website, those2jerks.com. For the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the absent Chris Boo, I am the Tom Alexander. And until... 
we find out whether Kanye is really making Yeezy has a sneezy, <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. See you next time.